telegraph line slowly advances through the virgin wilderness. Last picture, Ken looks at the line of telegraph poles going up swiftly and says cheerfully, At this rate, we'll soon be through the pass. Hoppy's pal, California, nods his head and says, Yeah, too bad Hoppy ain't here to see this. And what's keeping him anyway? California gets really worried because if he gets worried enough, then maybe he'll go looking for Hoppy. Yes, if only he'd suspect that something is wrong because Hoppy hasn't shown up, he might get a searching party out. I wish he would because Hoppy certainly needs some help. I don't know how he can ever get out of that dungeon. Oh, if someone doesn't do some scouting around, they'll never discover the trick that Black John is up to. And I know what you're going to tell me. You're going to tell me that I'll have to wait till next week to find out. I'm sorry, but that's true. But now we might just as well continue with Prince Valiant. Oh, yes, please. Very well, then. Let's go over the page. There he is on page three. And you remember last week that Prince Valiant and his friend Sir Gawain and young Arthur were on their way to Val's home? Yes, and when they came to a river which they have to cross, they saw two knights blocking their way. Do you think they'll be fighting? Well, let's read and find out. Here we go with Prince Valiant to the days of King Arthur. Eckert, Breckert, Grey Malkin, and Quince. Music romantic for a fair, fair prince. <laughs> Prince Valiant has been ordered back to Thule and is riding to Sir Gawain's home in Orkney to take ship. At Harley's Ford, two armed and mounted knights bar the way. Second picture, Gawain says, well, My hurt shoulder will not permit me to bear a shield. Val replies, Oh, and with my strained arm, I can barely lift a lance, so... Last picture, top row, without a word, the true strange knights sent lance and shield in charge. Val is by time to whisper a plan of attack. At the very moment of contact, Gawain swerves aside from his opponent, first picture, next row. And both he and Val throw their weight upon Val's adversary. He topples from his horse. Quickly, they wheel around and ride at the other enemy knight. Val's solid shield and Gawain's strong lance again work together. And the other knight is thrown from his horse. All right, now, ride for the river. Quick, hurry. First picture, bottom row. They reach the river. And as they ride across, Gawain looks back at the two knights, slowly getting to their feet. And Gawain accuses Val. Very unknightly tactics, Val. Why do you pick up these scurvy tricks? And Val answers with a smile, by keeping bad company. Second picture, bottom row. In fair weather and foul, they travel the length of Britain, and their injuries have healed ere they reach Hadrian's Wall, the huge stone wall that was built by the Romans to keep the enemy out. Beyond is the land of the warlike Picts, which they must cross before reaching Scotland and the Orkneys. They are damp and cold from their ride in the rain, so here they rest in one of the old Roman mild castles, last picture, making plans around a cozy fire for the continuation of their journey the next day. that wall because once Prince Valiant had to go through there and you remember he had terrible battles with those Picts, those Picts that were very wild, savage looking little men. That's right, you remember very well. Yes, I do, do I? You do. Thank you. Do you think that Val will have that kind of trouble this time? Well, you never can tell. We'll find that out next week. Now let's turn over the page and there on top of page five is Flash Gordon. Shall we read him? Oh, yes, please. Because remember last week, Flash captured Toxo, the leader of the Martians. Yes, and then Dr. Ruff was worried because the oxygen, which is in the air they breathe, is running short. And if they don't get oxygen, they will die. Well, let's read right now and find out what they do. So here we go with Flash Gordon. 
Rig-a-dig-a-doon-doon, Saskamatash. Let's have music for Heroic Flash. While Flash and his co-workers were busy fighting the Martians, they failed to notice that their space platform was running short of oxygen. A hurried SOS to the Earth by radar phone gets no answer. Atmospheric disturbances prevent the signals from getting through. Meanwhile, Toxo, the captured pirate, gulps the waning air greedily. Although as a Martian he can live without breathing the air, he enjoys the luxurious feel of air in his lungs, and he gloats over the fact that he is consuming precious oxygen his human enemies need to live. Flash picture top row, Flash orders his companions. Lie still. You've got to make the air last till rescue arrives. While Flash continues his frantic efforts to reach the Earth with his calls for oxygen, Toxo manages to wiggle free from his bonds and creep toward the hatchway of the cabin. First picture, bottom row, jamming the safety controls, the evil genius from Mars opens both inner and outer airlock doors, and the ship's air supply...